Good morning and welcome to Heartlands here on Midlands 103 on this resurrection morning. Yes, he arose. He arose. Hallelujah. Christ arose. Well, this morning we are obviously celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in doing so, we have messages from different pastors and clergy around the area who will be sharing a little thought and reflection with us but come on why not join again in that wonderful hymn low in the grave he lay hello everyone father fergal Cummins here from tullamore parish the bumper sticker take my hand not my life reminds us that we walk the road of faith together thus we are to help bring each other closer to heaven before his crucifixion jesus prays to god the father gethsemane father if it be possible let this chalice pass from me, but not my will, but yours be done. An angel appeared to Jesus from heaven, strengthening him. Jesus prayed so hard that he collapsed exhaustedly into the angel's arms. We read in Luke chapter 22, verses 42 to 46. In Karl Bloch's painting, Christ's Gethsemane, we see Christ in absolute agony before his arrest. The dead, bare tree foretells the cross that awaits Jesus. The angel comforts Jesus, who is alone and suffering. On Calvary, Jesus was crucified and killed for all our sins. Christ's crucifixion expresses God's anger at sin and God's solidarity with sinners. No one should ever lose their hope and say, like Cain in Genesis 4.13, that my sin is too great to be forgiven. All sins are forgivable. Christ conquered death, sin and Satan himself by laying down his life for us all. From Jesus' five wounds upon the cross, Almighty God loves us eternally. The only things in heaven made by human hands are the wounds of Jesus Christ. Jesus' cross is not about death, but about entering eternal life. As St. John of the Cross says, whoever does not seek the cross of Christ doesn't seek the glory of Christ. Good Friday is a reminder that God sent Jesus to save us from eternal death and hell. Christ came among us to change heart. Behold the pierced one. Behold our crucified Lord. May we all be dead to sin and alive to Jesus Christ. May we love and serve God both in this world and in the next. The agony of the cross points us towards the ecstasy of the Most Holy Eucharist, our foretaste of heaven. St. Therese of Lisieux tells us, if you carry your cross on earth, your cross will carry you to heaven. We adore you, O Christ, and we love you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. This brief reflection on the cross helps remind us that we are called to enter into eternal life with Jesus. The cross is all about life. It's not all about death. It's about entering into the risen, crucified, triune life of God. And Jesus is the way that we enter into this beautiful life. May we always hold Jesus, our crucified and risen Lord, deeply within our hearts. And may Almighty God bless you with the love of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I wish you all a healthy, happy, and a holy Eastertide. And may you and all your loved ones grow close towards God as we help each other to be a real, living, thriving community. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Heartlands here in Midlands 103 with me, the Reverend Nigel Gill, as we celebrate the resurrection and the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the grave and we have eternal life through him i know that my redeemer lives 
Glory, hallelujah. What comfort this sweet sentence gives. Glory, hallelujah. Shout on. Pray on. We're gaining ground. Glory, hallelujah. The dead's alive and the lost is found. Glory, hallelujah. He lives to bless me with his love. Glory, hallelujah. He lives to plead my cause above. Glory, hallelujah. He lives to crush the fiends of hell. Glory, hallelujah. He lives and doth within me dwell. Glory, hallelujah. Shout on, pray on, we're gaining ground. Glory, hallelujah. The dead's alive and the lost is found. Glory, hallelujah. This is number 277 Antioch. I know my Redeemer lives. What's your favourite Easter egg? I love cream eggs. How do you eat yours? Cream eggs remind us that Easter isn't empty or hollow. Easter is filled with the sweetness of new life, eternal life. This is God's gift to us through the resurrection of Jesus. And this new life begins today. Jesus has rolled the stone away. So let us step out in faith and embrace the life God has made possible for us. A life of hope, joy and love. How do you do yours? This is the Jesus way. On behalf of myself, Canon Isaac and the Church of Ireland community, I would like to wish you all a very happy Easter. Easter blessings to you all from the Church of Ireland parishes of Burr, Dara, Laura, Lockheen. Uh, my name is Arthur Minion. I'm the Church of Ireland Rector of the Borough Group of Parishes. I arrived here one year ago and there have been great positivity in the things that have been happening by God's good grace around us. There's the Churches Together, a group working together of clergy together in Burr, which has been a wonderful ecumenical experience. We're coming out of COVID-19. There are opportunities of back to worship in our churches, opportunities of back to fellowship with one another again, opportunities of a fresh start at the ministry of Christ Jesus in liturgy, in experience, in a new world where we can hold the best of the past and be creative as Jesus will have us be into a brave new future. The corners have been knocked off most of us. The old cobwebs have been cleared. We have embraced the experiences of Jesus in his followers, men and women, during this Holy Week. We look with refreshed vigour to rising on Easter morn, embracing the resurrection of our own lives as we joyfully celebrate the powerful resurrection of Christ Jesus. May you have a very happy Easter. And in all the myriad of celebrations and expressions of celebration that are associated with Easter, may you be focused firmly on the whole purpose of it all, and that is Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, having dealt with the sin of sinful humanity. Thanks be to God. Good morning to you, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Dom on behalf of Cherith Athlon Baptist Church, back with you again through Nigel's kind invitations to bring you very special greetings. Today, Resurrection Sunday, on Heartlands, Midlands 103. I wonder what it must have been like on that first Resurrection Sunday morning. 
So just for a moment, imagine the feelings of the two Marys going to the tomb that morning as dawn begins to break, stumbling through an earthquake, meeting the angel dressed in clothes as white as snow, seeing the Roman soldiers collapsed on the ground, being told that Jesus isn't there. He has risen, just as he said. Imagine getting the opportunity to see into the empty tomb. Imagine their fear and joy in having to tell his disciples that Jesus is going ahead of them into Galilee. And then actually meeting Jesus himself and hearing his gentle, comforting instruction. What a morning! No wonder their lives were changed. Oh, if we had only been there at that time, how would our lives have been changed? And sometimes we think that those people then were so blessed, but that we now have missed out. But is that true? Remember what Jesus said to Thomas a week later. Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. That Resurrection Sunday morning blessing is still available to us today, people. And here's how we get it. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. I trust that you today are experiencing that same Resurrection Sunday blessing for yourself. Amen. Amen. Greetings from Cornerstone Steve Bloom Church. This is Pastor Gavin and Wendy von Mullendorf. And we just want to wish you a blessed Easter. May you know the love of God during this time. In John chapter 14, verse 9, Jesus speaking says, Because I live, you shall live also. And this is the wonderful promise from the Lord Jesus, that because he lives, because of what he accomplished on the cross, because he took the sting of death, because he took our sins upon us, anyone that decides to follow Jesus, because Jesus lives, we shall live also. I'm reminded of that wonderful hymn that we sing. And it says, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. So from all of us in Cornerstone Sleeve Bloom Church, may you have a blessed Good Friday and Easter weekend. This Easter morning, I invite you to just take a quiet moment and ask yourself, what is Easter all about anyway? The Easter bunny, chocolate eggs, bouquets of tulips decorating the church? No. These are all ways that we celebrate, but they're not the reason we celebrate. See, about 2,000 years ago, Jesus of Nazareth, God the Son, hung on a Roman cross to pay the penalty for my sin and your sin against him. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, 1 Peter 2.24. His death in our place was our only hope of our sin ever being washed away so that you and I may enjoy a right relationship with God. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. That's 1 Peter 3.18. 
Now, I'm not asking if you know about Jesus, his passion, his death, burial, and resurrection. If you're listening to this broadcast, you probably know about all that, but I am asking you, though, if Jesus' death and resurrection have ever been applied to your life personally. Have you chosen to trust Jesus' work on the cross alone to make you right with God? Or are you perhaps still trying to earn rightness with God by your own works? Oh, friend, we could never satisfy the demands of God's perfect law. That's why it's by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. See, God designs for you to be made right with him by faith, apart from the works of the law. Romans 3, verse 28. This Easter, if you've never done so, Would you stop trusting your own work and choose instead to trust his work that he completed for you on that first Easter? This is Pastor Chris from Tullamore Bible Church wishing you and yours a wonderful Easter holiday. Good morning, Nigel, and good morning to all of your listeners. My name is William Hayes. I'm the the minister of Tullamore Presbyterian Church, and I'm really delighted to be asked to to give a a short little message on the, the show today. Today in Tullamore Church, we will, like all Christians across the world, be celebrating the, the resurrection of Jesus. And one of the Bible passages that we'll be looking at for this is Matthew chapter 28. And the rather wonderful words that there are at the end of that passage, whenever the disciples have come to meet with Jesus at the end of the, the gospel. And there's a, a passage called the Great Commission. I'm just going to read a, a little short bit of it. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And one of the things that really strikes me about this, and one of the things that I absolutely love about this passage, and hopefully I'm going to be able to emphasize in a little bit more detail, um, with a little bit more time this morning with the, the congregation, is the idea that whenever the disciples turn up, they see Jesus, and, and some of them believe and and some of them doubt you know they they see jesus who has died jesus who has been horrendously killed by the the romans and um, who has been betrayed by his own people and, and sent off to die and they see him and here he is back to life again and it says here when they saw him they worshipped him but some doubted whenever we come together in church on easter sunday some of us are full of the joys of Easter. We we are just so happy about this and we know deep in our hearts that, that Jesus has died, that Jesus has risen from the dead, that, that Jesus will come again. But also for some of us, there there are those of us who go, okay, I get that message in my heart, but I can't work it out in my head. Or you get those of us, and I kind of fall into this category um, sometimes whenever I have my doubts. I, I say, you know, okay, I can believe that in my head and I see how it all joins up, but sometimes it it doesn't make its way down into my heart where I totally can throw myself on God and, and absolutely trust him. And the wonderful thing is in this that we don't get a bit in this passage that says, so Jesus said to the ones who doubt, well, just you go away. I don't want anything to do with you. It just goes straight into 
Jesus said to them, All authority on heaven in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples. If you're a doubter, as I am sometimes, you're accepted. If you're somebody who every once in a while really struggles with the Christian message, as if I'm being brutally honest, I do sometimes, Jesus says that you're accepted. Okay, you know, here's your doubts. That's great. But get to work. Go make disciples of all nations. Go out there. Jesus lovingly accepts us who we are. He doesn't want to leave us who we are. He wants to change us and and bring us into his image and make us so much more loving and caring and faithful and and all of those things just like him. But he accepts us where we are. So whether you're somebody who is absolutely stuffed full of faith today or you're somebody who feels that they're living on the, the barren diet of doubt, in either of these things, Jesus reaches out to you today and he calls you to celebrate the resurrection with him and then to go into the world and make disciples of all nations. I want to pray God's blessing upon you today. I pray that whether in your faith or in your doubts that you would know Jesus there beside you and that you'd have a blessed and happy Easter. God bless you. Goodbye. So folks, there you have it. My thanks to all who went and contributed to our celebration today. We have journeyed from the cross as we focused on the sufferings of Christ to the celebration of the resurrection and that it is something that is full and brings excitement to our lives, to the challenge to live as Christ lived, to the commitment to give our lives to him and finally here to the commission. Not only are we to give our lives to him, surrender to him as our Lord and Saviour, but we are to go and fulfill his commission by spreading the good news of what has taken place with those around about us. Folks, all I would like to do is pause for a moment and bring ourselves back into the Easter story in closing and read to you John's account in his Gospel in chapter 20. Let us refresh our minds to that resurrection morning. Early on the first day of the week, While it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there but did not go in. Then Simon Peter, who was behind him, arrived and went into the tomb, and he saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. The cloth was folded up by itself, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb, and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? 
They have taken my lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not recognize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them, that he had said these things to her. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came in and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. And Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. So folks, on behalf of myself, the Reverend Nigel Gill, and the Methodist Church, we wish you a very joyous and happy Easter as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. And with that, thank you for listening to Heartlands here on Midlands 103. And may the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, show you grace and turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.